Welcome to our Healthline live chat bonus episode. We've partnered with MS Healthline to host a series of discussions in the MS Healthline app on managing grief after an MS diagnosis. We've had a great time hosting these three live chats. It's so great to know that this content has given people a lot to talk about. With that said, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Myelin and Melanin podcast. I'm Dawn. And I'm Dana. We are two Black women sharing our musings on life, MS, and everything in between. You can find us on the web at myelinandmelanin.com, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at myelinmelanin. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube. If you're a fan of the podcast, please consider supporting us through our Patreon. Patrons gain exclusive access to bonus content, giveaways, myelin and melanin merchandise, and more. Our Patreon can be found at patreon.com forward slash myelin melanin. We also want to give a special thanks to our music producer, Shah Severe, for providing our podcast music over the past three seasons. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our bonus ep- episode, our MS Healthline live chat, final chat bonus episode. Oh, Dawn, I'm exhausted. Yes. Me too. This was really wonderful, and I'm exhausted in really the most lovely way. Right. Um, because it is so enriching and heartwarming to be able to connect with so many different people and to hear people's stories and um, really to be surrounded by vulnerability. People really put themselves out there and I Mm -hmm. so appreciate it in these chats. I think that's one of the biggest things MS has taught me. It's a big, the best lesson is to be vulnerable and I think that the, with vulnerability, it shows authenticity and yeah. um, it's easier for people to trust. You know what I mean? Like when you're yes. being authentic and your true self, it's so much easier for someone to trust you and what, what you're saying and what you're about. Um, and I appreciate that. But yeah, today, um, today was a lot. I mean, just like mm-hmm. last week, yeah. it, these topics are heavy and you know, I don't, I don't know if people really understand fully on the outside world, I should say, mm-hmm. outside of MS, if they understand all of the things that we have to deal with. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we deal with life in addition to a chronic illness and all of the idiosyncrasies that come along with it. Um, yeah. It's hard to manage. It is. So today, everyone, the chat that we led was kind of reframing your narrative when you're no longer able to work because MS or you're not no longer to, I guess, be a traditionally productive member of society, if that makes sense. And the reason why I put it like that is I think that it's important to kind of frame the way that this society treats work we live in a capitalist society and people are viewed as kind of cogs in a machine. How much can you do to 
contribute to this economy, I guess. Right. To put and it very simple. The the sobering part is when you are, you know, in this cycle, when you're in when you're one of the cogs in the machine and then you kind of take a step back because of MS, because MS, you real what's sobering is, hey, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be a part of this well-oiled machine. You know what I mean? Like that's going right. fast, faster and faster because I don't move at that pace, nor right. do I w- want to. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. A couple things that are really, I say they're really sobering and they're, they're not things that I've never thought about before, but really sitting with it is the whole idea of people still working only because of their health insurance. Yes. That, it makes me want to cry. It really does. Mm -hmm. Because like, just we, we, first of all, we live in a society where we work ourselves damn near to death, period, Mm -hmm. sick or not. But when dealing with something as, major as MS and working your body to the bone, knowing that it's probably time to slow down a little bit, but you can't because you need insurance. You need insurance to be able to cover your medications and diagnostic tests and all of that. That's the reality that we face. And we're not even talking about working because we need to pay rent and mortgage and all that stuff, but working for the insurance. That is it's disgusting it is it really is is. we should be ashamed of ourselves in this society we really should um yeah it it just it's such it makes me feel just so defeated as a person like really like this is what we're doing we are working ourselves to death into a relapse into more progression into X, Y, and Z just to keep our health insurance. It's like a, you know, a a weird kind of cycle because Mm -hmm. maybe if I was able to listen to my body and slow down a little bit, first of all, let's face it. Nobody wants to have to go on disability. No, I'm just going to leave it at that. Right. You know, it's not, well, what if, well, this person, it doesn't matter. Period. People don't want to do that by and large. So that being said, sometimes we know that we just have to do that. That is just where things are leading us. Um, so, but that being said, perhaps if we could listen to our bodies and slow things down a little bit sooner rather than later, maybe it would prevent further progression and further disability and all of these things Mm -hmm. instead of working ourselves damn near to death just to keep health insurance Mm -hmm. and then you are stuck in an impossible situation i think you know where i'm going don like that whole it's it's a a vicious cycle remember we recently had this conversation maybe a few months ago and or early part of the year, I, I don't remember. We've mm-hmm. had it several times where I was just like, wow, well, my MS is quiet right now. What should I, what should I do? Yes. You know, should I go back to work? I think I can do it. But then I started to factor in, 
okay, I've got to get my, I have to get up early. Number one, I have to get Mm -hmm. my son to school. I have to get his lunch made. I have to get my lunch made. I have to make sure we have dinner. Like everything has to be so detailed. Yes. Almost like militaristic organized. You know what I mean? And you're going to work. Yes. You're going to work yourself into an Uh, an exacerbation. Exactly. Exactly. That's the, that's totally it. That's perfect example. And it's like, no, yeah. And I just kept thinking, oh, but it'll be, I can get my old salary back. I can, you know, pay for things like this is, this is horrible. I don't like this fixed income, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it's almost like an MS diagnosis in terms of like work and employment, it pushes you to become your own boss. It pushes you to become an entrepreneur. Right. And, you know, now, like we were talking in the, the chat, like now with COVID, there's no excuse for you to make a reasonable accommodation. There's no excuse for us to be able to work from home. And because mm. I could have worked from home, I could have and kept my salary, kept my insurance, if you all would have made that accommodation for me. And look at now, look at, mm-hmm. look at now. And it, it yeah. just burns me up <laughs> to mm-hmm. think that this is where we are. And they told yes. us so, so many times. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. It's, and it's I had just, to sell my house, get yeah. rid of my car. You know, I'm sorry. I, I will go no. on and on about it, but yeah. But yep. it's just really just a sad testament to this pathetic society. It is. That really doesn't give a fuck about disabled people, sick Not people, chronically ill people. We, we don't care. No. <sighs> yeah. I mean, you know, not to be like such like a, Dana Downer. Downer. <laughs> but um, no, but one thing that I think, you know, so, you know, the point of the chat, well, obviously was to kind of highlight all of these things, but also to really, I want people to remember that we are more than what we can produce for society. We're more than a job. We are more than that. And it's, you know, I, as I said in the chat, I said, am I the only one who ever wants to be petty? And just, if somebody asks me all kinds of intrusive questions, mind your fucking business. It's none of your business. What I do, what, you know, it's, it's real. And that really is the bottom line. You don't owe anyone an an explanation. Mm -hmm. You don't owe anyone. If you're, if you've stopped working and you are on disability, you don't owe somebody your life story saying, well, I have a mess and this, that, that whose business is that? No right. one. Yeah. So I, and I think that it's almost natural to have to justify things, but it, you don't owe that to anyone. Right. You don't. Yeah. Um, and Don, you and I, I had brought this up uh, offline in a conversation that we were having. Shit, just say, you know what? I'm a retired teacher. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. That's it. And if yeah. someone says, "Oh, you're pretty young to be retired," yes, I am. <laughs> I am. You know, and, and leave it at that. And yeah. don't get me wrong; I'm not trying to suggest that that wouldn't be an uncomfortable thing. Like, okay, here you are. You're retired. Yeah. And then keep it moving. But you know what? I really, you know, I have this podcast and this, that, and the other, and you know, it's really, I think about having the courage to kind of flip the script. Yes. You know, 
I mean, we already carry the courageous badge. Why mm -hmm. not, you know, continue and flip the script like you said? Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. So if you're a blogger or a vlogger or a podcaster or a writer, a writer. or an advocate or yeah. you speak and lecture about MS, whatever, those are things that you do. Those are valuable yes. uh, pieces in this world, a, a work world, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In this puzzle, like, yeah, we need people to listen to. We need advocates. Right. We need volunteers. Like those are jobs too. Mm -hmm. it, it One isn't like more, I, I don't know. One isn't better than the other. No, you know it's what I not. Mean? Yeah, exactly. With that said though, too, even if all you can do is wake up and just exist, that's fine too. And you are valuable yes. and you are contributing to, to society. To society. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, this is hard and it's so tough too. Somebody in the chat had, um, she had mentioned that she worked full time. She is working full time as a, a mental health therapist and went on, but you know, she's kind of feeling like it might be time soon to kind of slow things down. And she asked the question, when do I know it's time? And that is such a hard question because mm -hmm. you don't, I don't, I think that you individually are really the only person who can answer that question. Yeah. You can gauge what yeah. you can handle versus, you know, not, I, I can honestly say, and I'll keep it brief because we're going to end this soon. Uh, at year five, I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> I yeah. can't, like my disease, it had not progressed to where it is now, but mm -hmm. I, I felt the pressure and I felt like this is really hard. And I don't know if I can do this teaching thing for much longer, but I did end up doing 10 more, 10 more years to our seven. 10? Yeah, 10 to, no, like 13 more years, I think mm -hmm. I did after that. And, um, and I was just like, this is too much. And, and I said in the chat, I knew that it was time when I locked my classroom door, I refused to go to get students to do anything. Um, because I was in the elementary school at the time. Mm -hmm. And I just sat there all day and cried. Like I turned the lights out. I put covering over the door so nobody could see if I was inside. And I knew, I said, I can't do this anymore. And I left that job and I moved over to the collegiate level. And teaching college was so much easier for me because nobody was like on my shoulder looking right. at me saying, oh, why aren't you standing up? Why aren't you engaging with these little ones? They don't care in college. Like you can stand, you can sit there and lecture from your chair the whole time. You know That's what I mean? I did. Yeah. That's what I do. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I knew at that time that it was, it was a moment to shift into another career or transition out right. of teaching. Yeah. When I, when I just couldn't do it, I couldn't yeah. physically do it. Right. You know, and I think that that's going to be different for everyone. Yeah. So, you know, that's another thing that I would encourage people don't compare other people's journeys to your own 
or don't look at somebody else. Oh, well, they worked for, right. you know, 40 years with MS and whatever. And here I am in year five feeling like it might be time to slow things down. Mm-hmm. Slow it down then. This is your MS. We all have different yes. journeys mm-hmm. and you're not wrong for doing what you need to do to accommodate your self in your but life. You know what? In year five, Dana, I was caught up in the hustle grind culture. I was caught mm-hmm. up in the hustle grind and money and health mm-hmm. insurance. Oh yeah. Because all four were great to me. It felt good. I felt like I had worth, but right. as soon as I left, I felt like worthless, mm-hmm. which is what somebody said in the chat. So yeah. I can relate to that. Completely, completely. This yeah. is, it's a, it's a maze. It's it like is. a really fucked up, crazy maze that we're all caught up in, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I want to say um, thank you to Healthline for yes. the, the, the live chat opportunity, the three dates yes. that we had. Um, we started, what, July uh when did we start? The 18th, I yes. think. That's when yeah. we started. So the first one was on the 18th, and then the next one was the 28th, and then today is the last one. And I hope mm-hmm. that everyone got something from our chats. Um, yes. It's, it's been wonderful, but I, I know that I'm speaking for you too, for both of us, for uh, Mylon and Melanin. We are very grateful for that opportunity and continue. Yes. You know, looking, we're looking forward to uh, doing more live chats with them and, yes. and continued, continued partnership. Yes. This has really been very rewarding. And I do, like you said, Don, I hope people got got something out of it. Um, because we did and we really put our all into this. And um yeah. yeah. Yes, thank you, Healthline, very much for believing in us and giving us this opportunity. Yeah. And platform and look forward yeah. to our intimacy series. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> our intimacy series is starting on September 5th, everyone. And we've got some good stuff coming up before that as well. Um, but yeah, we're really excited about that series. So anyway, with that said, thank you everyone for listening and for joining us on the chat. If you miss the chat, you can go. We were in the wellness group and you can go back and scroll up to um, see the live chat interactions. So check it out if you missed it. Yeah. But with that said, thank you, everyone. Stay safe. Yes. Stay healthy. Wear your masks. And um, relax. Yes, relax. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Myelin and Melanin podcast. You can always find us on the web at myelinandmelanin.com, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at myelinmelanin. You can always subscribe to us on YouTube. And don't forget to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.